Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Are we chipper today, Benny? Are you chipper today? I'm fine. Are you happy? It's Thursday. You're busy. Yeah. I Got know. one more day until the weekend. Well, I then know. the weekend's a busy weekend for me, too. I am. Busy weekend for me, too. Yeah, you're out of town. I know, I am. You can go to La La Land. La La Land. <laughs> Las right. Vegas. Oh, I think it was, well, that's the other La La Land. No, I, I'm, I, you're right. I'm going to Los Angeles. Oh, so I was Bobby right. is going to Las Vegas. Oh, and see, that's where it lies. That's, that's the thing. A little playtime for the old Bobby. I know. We're trying to, like, connect with Melinda Doolittle. Mm-hmm. Um, I know. I had to bring it up, didn't I? Yeah, you did. I know. Linda was on the phone with me. She sent me an email. And she said, I want you to talk about this on air. And I said, well, you know, Linda, I have to tell you that the people vote for different people for different things. She's going to call and in today I and she said better. To her, I said to her, please call in today. Yeah. And, I, and I said to her, I'm not even sure that my, I, I don't know how many of my listens, listeners listen to American Idol. How many of you out there listen, rather watch American Idol? Uh, I, I'd really like to know what you think if you actually uh, watch American Idol. I know that uh, I've been watching American Idol. As you know, I've been talking about it for the past couple of weeks. And Benny and I were, were talking about the fact that we don't watch a number of these different um, it previews. But because some of the folks were from Seattle, it kind of got my interest. But last night, Melinda Doolittle was ousted. As what the, this is what the headline says. And the headlines that Linda sent me say this. Are you ready? Melinda Doolittle gone. Oh, Melinda Doolittle gone? The American Idol final just got a lot less interesting. <laughs> Wow. I know. Well, who wrote that, though? Uh, Chicago Tribune. Tribune? Yeah, okay. Mm. That's from Chicago. Where's she from? I'm doing some investigative work right now. Oh, no, she's from uh, Nashville. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's from Nashville. Because I was like, if she was from Chicago, that's a little biased. Well, it's not. And so it's interesting. So I I said, so Linda said, okay, all right. So she calls me last night. This is very funny. And, you know, there's three hours difference in time. <laughs> so it was like three in the morning. Between my best friend Linda <laughs> and, and us. She's on the East Coast. We're on the, we're on the West Coast. And so she calls me after Idol is over, right, on the East Coast. And they already have the results. And, uh, and so I answer the phone. I say, hello. And she says, hello. <laughs> I said, what's the matter? She said, I'm not saying and I'm like, <laughs> that's just an open door to I'm say, like, what's wrong? I said, oh, no, it didn't happen. She said, you, yes. she said, you jinxed her. I said, I jinxed her. I only told you what I heard on the radio this morning. She said, that's it. I am never watching American Idol again. It's not true. She'll be watching it. No, she, you don't know, Linda. Uh, she, will. You, she will. Let me tell you about my best friend, No, Linda. she will. She it, will. You think she will? Yes. Okay, we'll see. She's that hard up for mm-hmm. American Idol and House going but right she's now. not. It, it's well, she wants to see how bad the other two are because they kicked off her favorite. I know. And how far they're going to get. Of course she's going to watch We have to see it. if we can get her on the phone to, to no, ask her that question. I think she's a little embarrassed right now. No, she's not embarrassed. She's at work. Oh. That's the problem. Well, she can call work. She works for a security the... company. It's like they monitor all the phones. <laughs> well, this would be good because you know how they we'll have, have to get her on. The, we'll have to get her on the phone. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I have to tell you. After she told me that, I didn't watch it. I couldn't. 
I couldn't watch it. And I realized after talking with uh, Peggy McCall yesterday and the Destiny Switch and how you have to let go of every everything to really get what you want, I was just really interested in observing myself and how like attached I was to her winning. Isn't that interesting? <sighs> and what's it, what I know about this is that uh, uh, you know the, the, these are some talented people. Despite what you what you're going to read, I'm not even going to read. I'm not even going to read this article because it's really clear that uh, the person that wrote this article has a very very strong opinion. I wonder who this was. Uh, posted by Carrie. Okay. Um, oh. Single name only, yeah, please. Is it like Cher or Madonna? Uh, it's Carrie. Uh, 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 okay. You're, you're rifling. Yeah. Well, what happens is they post the article and then they get comments. The comments from Carrie. So, you know, you have this person from the Chicago Tribune that comes out and, and really talks about this is a shock and then goes on to say for three hours next week, spread over two agonizing nights, we must endure a marathon karaoke contest between two pleasant, good looking young people. While we ponder the fact that Melinda could have easily wiped the floor with either of them vocally speaking. So here you have now joining the ranks of now putting down the other two people why can't we just step up and accept that all of the folks are talented and wish them all well you get what i'm saying but they can't have all the 25 million american idol people all be musicians and super i mean they all super in their own worlds yes but that wouldn't be comp- in a competition, well, I, right? What I know is everybody has a different opinion about Absolutely. this. And, and, uh, and it's part of life. It's really part of what we learn to do. There is so much that we are bombarded by. Mm-hmm. Uh, I received an email from uh, one of our listeners asking me to watch another television show. Uh, but, you know, I, I'm not like right there with the whole TV thing. So I don't usually get home until late. And so I'm not up on... I, I think I'm like into like two or three things. The dancing show with, you know, with the folks, Apollo out there dancing and Joey dancing and like that. They'll be singing and, next. Uh, <laughs> <are they> gonna- <laughs> next year. Probably. No way. I mean, they're up there. No. First of all, there's an age limit. And so, you know, well, Linda had some very interesting things to say to me. And uh, about this, she and she she pointed me to another television show, which I don't know much about. uh, And and I don't know that I'd even watch it. But she said to me that this is such a sad time that we are so ageist. And I said, well, Linda, I mean, didn't you didn't you really think about this before? I mean, look at our marketing profiles. Look at look at what some of the major organizations look at in terms of marketing to the public. And my listeners know, Benny, all of you know that uh, for me, we're breaking down the barriers of that because, you know, ageless is what spirit is all about. Spirit doesn't know a time. It doesn't know a, a date of the year that says you're this or you're that. We have some folks that come into this world uh, wise beyond our imagination. But yet, we have conversations about being too old. So it's interesting that at 29 years old, you could be too old. And that talent doesn't matter. And it's it's made me think a little bit. And, and I'm not sure where I'm going to go with this or what I'm going to do with this, except to say that it's really clear in what we do on the show, it's very important that we honor people at all ages with all talent. And uh, and I have to tell you, I had the same reaction earlier when folks kept talking about one of the other contestants and how young she was, that she was too young. And it's like, 
wait a minute. When you look at some of the people historically that we talk about that have made an incredible difference on this planet and you truly look at their ages, you find some are very young and some have not kicked it into gear until later. The whole story about, you know, Kentucky Fried Chicken and how that was started. And the colonel, by the way, actually didn't start that till age 65, pretty much no money. And now what do you have? So we are only limited by what we believe. And so I, I thought, this is pretty interesting. I'm kind of getting started with this already today. And uh, I don't know if Linda will call in, but I want to say that we have a conversation today that is beyond age. It's beyond uh, our perceptions and really taps in to our human potential. Uh, yesterday, in, in, in the shows yesterday, we were talking with um, Dr. Darvish and uh, also with Peggy McCall about your destiny switch and talking about the emotions that each and every one of us experience and we go through this i mean someone pays us a compliment and we have an emotion around it someone says something not so kind and we have an emotion around it and the question is how can we hold that emotion of joy and gratitude regardless of what's going on on the outside how can we do that and and so as as we look at some of the conversations we have and some of the guests that we have today, we have two of them, as a matter of fact. Uh, one of them is going to join us and talk to us about stepping up 12 ways to rev up, revitalize, or renew your career. And the reason that this show is so important is that many of our listeners, Benny, as you know, have been calling in uh, with questions about their careers. So we've invited uh, Gary Snodgrass to join us today. And he's got a great book, as I said before, 12 Ways to Rev Up, Revitalize, or Renew Your Career. And then for the second hour of the show, we're going to be joined by Nikki Scully. And we're going to be talking about the uh, spiritual aspects of living to our full potential. So we have sort of a, 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 a double-barreled kind of uh, conversation today. We're coming out of the gate with some very practical ways to talk about career. And then Nikki's going to join us with a spiritual, shamanic almost side to what it means to awaken the healing power of the heart. And without the healing power of the heart, it becomes extremely difficult to take ourselves to the next level of our lives. I know that when I was, you know, kind of at a place where I was down and out and feeling not so great about my life, it's really the shoulders of others that I was able to stand on, the people that came to my rescue that was really important for me. And so whether or not Melinda Doolittle was your choice or you don't watch it at all or you don't really care, the one lesson that I learned from all of this is when all is said and done, each of us gets to honor the dignity of the human spirit in the person sitting across from you, in the person on television, in the face of your neighbor and your young child. But all of this is about looking at life and knowing that each of us are divine. We'll take a short break. When we come back, Gary will be joining us here. For those of you that are looking for the career change, we've got the answer for you. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. So tell me that you don't think I'm crazy. 
baffling the medical community. Tune in to the Dr. Pat Show to learn how a 76-year-old woman managed to look 25 years younger by drinking Ashitaba Green, the multifunctional organic whole plant food. What is Ashitaba Green? Why is it so widely used in Japan? How has it changed the lives of others? Meet organic Ashitaba grower Linda Hayano and find out how. Visit ashitabagreen.com or ashitababeauty.com. How do you start your day? Do you tell yourself what a great day it will be? What we say to ourselves inside our own head does matter. Quick start your day in 10 minutes with this CD of positive self-talk that will help you stay in balance all day long. The publisher of New Spirit Journal, Krista Gibson, gives you two unique 10-minute versions of positive self-talk, especially for the person who wants to approach their day in a more uplifted and spiritually based manner. To order, go to newspiritjournal.com and click on Embrace Your Day. Contrary to popular belief, having a baby is not always a happy, glowing experience. Many women develop a variety of mood problems, most often depression. Thankfully, there are many options available to heal or prevent this debilitating condition. Dr. Shoshana Bennett is shining a light on postpartum depression right here on the Dr. Pat Show. So tune in and find out how to help someone you love. For more information about postpartum depression, visit postpartumdepressionhelp.com. We are in a new age of discovery. In the past, science strived to understand physical matter. In the new age, science will strive to understand the energy that creates matter. In the past, all dietary supplements nourish the body. In the new age, dietary supplements will focus on the energy that creates your body. The future is here. Learn about our natural monatomic minerals from Harmonic Enterprises. Move with us to the new age. Call us at 888-667-4300 or visit HarmonicEnterprises.com. Is your soul searching for more? Are you ready for greater spiritual enlightenment? CMS, the College of Metaphysical Studies, is the planet's largest source of metaphysical and spiritual growth. CMS, the leader in the field of metaphysical studies, is dedicated to the service of humankind, offering distance learning courses and free resources. Follow your spiritual path and join the great adventure at cms.edu. That's cms.edu. I'm Dr. Pat Basile, the host of the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Let me help you take your empowering message to a community of people looking for products and services that value all life on earth and tap into the one true freedom we have, the freedom to choose. Let our listeners choose you. Join the buzz and be the buzz. Sponsor the Dr. Pat Show. Call me at 206-523-5522. That's 206-523-5522. Lewis and Clark would be proud. We're exploring new territory on the air every day right here on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. everyone welcome back to the dr pat show talk radio to thrive by and i'm here with gary snodgrass we're talking about stepping up 
and what this means in terms of our career, what this means in terms of our lives. Uh, the book that he has written talks about 12 different ways to rev up our career. We're going to be talking about the book, and we're going to be talking about much more. Uh, and, and so let me just give you a little information about Gary. He and I were talking during the break, and he shared with me that he is, for nearly 35 years of experience as a human resources profession professional uh, and has 10 years as a chief human resources off, uh, officer for a Fortune 100 company, he has taken his wisdom, what he has learned in that time, and he's put it into a book which enables those of those of you out there that are looking at career, that are looking at shifting, that are looking at being the best that you can be, this is a way for us to get at the bottom of this. And he's sharing this with us today. So, Gary, thank you so much for joining the show. Well, thank you, Dr. Pat. Delighted to be with you and your listeners. So what's it like to have the kind of corporate experience you have? <laughs> what a great question. Well, I mean, it's terrific. I, I have been a very fortunate person over 35 years working for two major Fortune 100 companies. And over the course of my career, I've talked with hundreds and hundreds of people about their career and their aspirations, their frustrations, their disappointments, and so forth. And so, and talked with them at all levels, from the chairman to the mailroom, people that I've gotten to know over the years that have sought my advice. So what I try to do in this little book, and it's really quite an easy read, 100 pages or so, is to put into this little book some common sense guidelines and some perspectives that I have uh, observed and so forth, and want to share with people based upon real life experience, real life conversations with hundreds and hundreds of people over the years. And what you've done is really broken this down in so that we have a blueprint for those of our uh, the listeners out there that are looking at careers and they're looking at what they're doing uh, within those careers uh, to help everyone get a sense of how they can be the best that they can be. Well, that's exactly right. And there, <coughs> excuse me, there are a couple of themes in that, that kind of jump out of the book. And the first one is really, and it sounds so obvious, and yet you'd be stunned by the number of people that don't really do it. And that's this take control of your career and if you don't chances are that no one else will i mean i tell people hey this is your career it's your creation and i ask people i said when's the last time that you really took the time to sit back to ponder to reflect to think about your career and people look at me like i'm from mars and they say well wait a second isn't that hr's job isn't that the supervisor's job and people find, uh, you know, all kinds of reasons to wait. Some people are waiting for the sun, the moon, and the stars to align. And I tell people, don't wait for the perfect moment, or guess what? You'll still be waiting, and it will have already passed. So I tell people to do three or four things about how they can take control of their career. And perhaps I'll mention it real quickly, and then we can move on to other things if you'd like. The first thing I tell people is this. Look at yourself. Take yourself and have a hard-nosed, um, don't sugarcoat the answers kind of question questioning yourself about what are your interests what are your vows what values what are your skill sets what are your aspirations so look at yourself the second thing is to look around what are the trends that are occurring in your company in your industry what are the pathways for success who's 
getting the kinds of jobs that that you're seeking to uh, or aspiring to, and how how are they getting them? Why are they getting them? Why them instead of you? So look at yourself, look around, and then the third thing is to look ahead. What does the future really look like? And then what are the realistic goals that you should be establishing for yourself? And then how will you get there? Who's the, who are the alliances that you need to form? Or what are the alliances that you need to form to get there and so forth? So anyway, take charge of your career. Look at yourself. Look around. Look ahead. And then finally do this. Create a plan. And here's where people say, oh, no, I'm not, I'm not going to do this. Put it in writing. Jot it down. Jot down the skills that you need, both short-term and long-range. And what are your goals? And who can help? So write it down, create the plan, put measurements in it, and then guess what? Implement it. Take action. Well, this is a year of action, and one of the things that you've said that that is really important to really remind us of right now is that, you know, we went through a shift culturally from um, an employment point of view when, and some people call it the, re- the repeal of the traditional psychological contract, sure. mm-hmm. which happened back well, let's say about 1990, 1991, when downsizing became the, the buzz term of the decade. And people were found with, uh, people with long years of service were found all of a sudden not having the option they thought they had. And with the implementation, with the implementation of downsizing, not just in one or two companies, it became a trend across corporate America. That's exactly right. There's no question about it that the deal has changed, if you will. Now, by the way, I I actually think that the deal may be changing back. But, you know, over the past 15 or 20 years, clearly people, if you will, employees were considered more of a commodity as an expense. And companies tried to, you know, squeeze every nickel out of the bottom line. And one of the ways to do that was, hey, let's take 10% or 15% of our organization out. Um, And that was devastating uh, you know, for our country, I think, for our society, and for people involved and affected. And it it's had a tremendous impact on things going forward. But what happened, too, is that many employees were, were left, you know, flat-footed, if you will. They were caught flat-footed. Their skill sets were not fresh. They hadn't really thought much about the career. And all of a sudden, it was up to them. In the past, companies were paternalistic. And they did kind of, quote, take care of their employees, if you will, cradle-to-grave employment. But those days have long since been gone. And as a result, unfortunately, many people were left out there, standing out there without fresh skill sets, without um, the insight, the perspective, the knowledge of how to manage their own career. And so it has been a a tremendous uh, change in the relationship and a tremendous awakening, and it has led to this notion that don't depend on anyone else to manage your career. You have got to be the one to do it and to be proactive about it. And so um, there, are, there are several other things that in my book I, I suggest to people if, they, you know, if they're really serious about having more fulfillment, 
more satisfaction, and guess what? You can even have joy. Now, people say, oh, Gary, that's Pollyannish thinking. Yeah, you can in your career, but taking control of your career, number one. The second one is this notion of managing your attitude. Now, I'm not just talking about positive, you know, having a positive mental attitude, but, you know, managing your overall attitude. You know you will have a great future because you will create it. You control your attitude. You know that there are no guarantees, and yet you proceed. You persevere and you're anchored by values and beliefs and you know this that you've got to be self-reliant you've got to be ready and there's no better time to take positive action than right now this is the perfect moment and a couple of other things that i that i encourage people to think about and this next one is this understand that your real profession is lifelong learning Learning never stops for successful people. And sometimes people look at me and say, well, wait a second. You know, I got an MBA. And I said, when did you get that MBA? Well, you know, I got it 22 years ago. Do you think the world's changed any in the past 20 years? And so I tell people, it doesn't matter. You know, you, you can't stop learning. It doesn't matter where you are in your life, where you are in your career. Um, learning never stops for successful people. And what you know determines what you are and what you become. And it's more than just mere knowledge, by the way, because as people learn, as they continue to learn and grow and develop, that experience provides confidence. It provides self-assurance. It provides perspective. And guess what? It makes you more effective both today and potentially into the future. Um, the, and a couple of other concepts, if, if, if you want, Dr. Pat, I just get into it. Um, and this is this one. Remember that up is not the only way. So many times people get caught in this thing, well, you know, I've got to keep moving forward, forward and upward. Well, up is not the only way um, because, you know, traditional career rungs on the ladder have been blown away by companies over the past 15 or 20 years. Sometimes moving laterally to a job with comparable responsibility can be very fulfilling. And guess what? It adds a new skill set. It adds a new competency. So you, there are many ways to enrich your situation, not by just going up. And then this final point that I kind of emphasize in the book, and I think it's, it's something that we sometimes just take for granted, and it's this. Whether you like it or not, each one of us is creating and marketing our own personal brand. And they say, well, what does that mean? Well, you will be known by your goods and your services and by your deeds and your works, if you will. In other words, if people were asked to describe you, what are some of the descriptors that they might use? That you're someone who thinks out of the box, that you deliver more than expected, that you are a great team player, or would they say, this person's slow, this person never delivers on commitments, this person gives us this, the same old thing, never anything new. So understand that you're creating and marketing your own personal brand, even um, as you go through your daily life. So anyway, the five tips for career success that I would suggest to people are, one, take control of your career, two, Manage that attitude. Three, understand that your real profession is lifelong learning. Four, remember 
up is not the only way. And then finally, create and market brand you. All right. When we come back more with Gary Snodgrass, I'm going to ask him a little bit about Carly Fiorina, one of my favorite people to talk about. When we come back, and he mentions her in the book, we'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show, everyone. If you've got a question about career, 1-800-930-2819. We'll take your questions right here on the Dr. Pat Show. We'll be right back. I'm just an average man with an average life. I work from 9 to 5. Hey, hell, I pay the price. After a long day that's going way too fast, there is a way to relax, warm up, detoxify, and have pain relief. It's called an infrared sauna. You sit in a warm box and gently absorb infrared heat that allows you to have a great low temperature sweat. Afterwards, a quick shower and you're ready for a good night's sleep. Sweating has many health benefits such as stress reduction, immune system improvement, weight loss, and system detoxification. For more information, call Brian at 650-357-8944 or go to Bay Area Infrared redsauna.com Can living intentionally really help you achieve your dreams? Tune in to the Dr. Pat Show to learn more about intentional living. Kristen Marie Sherline, founder of Affirmagy, will share tips for intentional living and provide powerful information on how to accomplish goals and achieve your dreams. For more information on Kristen Marie Sherline and her company, Affirmagy, visit Affirmagy.com because it's time to start living an intentional life. Has the pet food recall left you confused and concerned about what to feed your four-legged family members? Sam's Cats and Dogs, naturally, has you covered with expert advice and information about ingredients or how to supplement a fresh food diet to keep your furry friends healthy and happy. And all our foods are unconditionally guaranteed. Visit us at samscatsanddogs.com. That's samscatsanddogs.com. In Monroe, Washington, at 206 East Main. Looking for the perfect way to connect with your children all year long? Give your entire family the gift of heartfelt conversations through the magic of Carla Miller's Seeds of Discovery books. Each Unbound book is a unique interactive experience with simple life lessons for all children and adults. Lighthearted, colorful illustrations attract the attention of children and stimulate interactions with adults. Visit SeedsOfDiscovery.com or call 1-888-426-1632 for more information. Hi, this is Dr. Scott of Crown Hill Chiropractic in Seattle, your center for maximized living. Wellness is much more than being free of illness. It's about optimal living in all aspects of life. Our maximized living team provides a safe, healing environment while helping individuals express their true divine potential through chiropractic care and wellness coaching. For more information on achieving wellness, visit us at crownhillchiropractic.com or give us a call at 206-782-8800. Mybrotherskeeper.biz, an autism resource website that is reaching out every day to help families around the globe, providing guidance, motivation, and inspiration. Whether your connection to autism is through a child or student, join in on a journey into the wonderful world of autism. Autism affects about 1 out of 165 children, and awareness is lagging behind. So visit and help change the world, one child at a time, at mybrotherskeeper.biz. And listen to the interviews on the Dr. Pat Show. Forget their space and come check out our space on the web, 1150kknw.com. And find out about Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. All right, everyone.
back to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Somebody watching me, Benny? I'm always watching oh you, that's gosh. for sure. Are you watching me? <laughs> you watching that's me? That's like a scary song. <laughs> it's kind of like Halloween, is just I know, it's like, what's up with that? <laughs> I didn't really think about it until I started playing it, and then you called you know, it out, and I'm like, oh, I guess it that it does. It's kind of, isn't this a fun kind of show? First oh, we yeah. start off by talking about American Idol, then I get an email that says, who's Melinda Doolittle, and realize, okay, maybe we need to spend a little bit more time on that, or basically that email was saying, let's move on. Yeah, and someone's watching you. <laughs> and, now, and now Benny's playing, someone's watching me, and I'm sitting here thinking, okay. Deja vu from my corporate years because now I'm talking with Gary Snodgrass and I'm having sort of like a deja vu experience of really having people look over my shoulders in a corporate environment because clearly I think I'm one of those people that stayed in a corporation for 25 years and don't really know how I lasted that long and probably was not really meant to be there. But this is going to be a great conversation. And Gary, thank you for putting this book out because, you know, had I had this book while I was kind of going through what I I was going through it may have influenced my life and my career but sometimes you got to know when you fit and when you don't that's exactly right and and there are seasons in our lives by the way where it's we, we get in a sweet spot in in a relationship personal or business-wise or whatever and what you bring to the table is exactly what's needed at that moment but guess what times situation circumstances change and sometimes what was right a year or two or three years ago may not be right going forward either for you or for the company and how do we get a sense of that because uh for me i loved my career at again another fortune 100 company but i i loved it in that it gave me a chance someone that well, if you'd asked my folks what they thought I'd be, you know, 30 years from now, they would have given you a whole different picture. As a matter of fact, you know, the reason I went for the company that I went to work for, because my mother said to me, quite, quite frankly, when I was like 17 years old, she said to me, okay, you know what, you have to go work for um, that telephone company down the street. <laughs> and I said, okay, and why is that? She said, because they don't fire anybody. Right, cradle to grave. And, you know, you're going to be there and you're going to be safe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, she was right uh, for most part. And honestly, I will say to you that I probably, I was five years away from retirement. I could have probably stayed there. My soul couldn't stay there. And, you know, being, as you, an, an executive director of human resources, you know, I started in the mailroom, and I ended up as an executive direc director of human resources. I could not implement a downsizing plan. And so here I had conflict. What happens, Gary, when your personal values just don't mix? Is that what happened to Carly Fiorina? Well, you know, it, that's a, it's a fabulous question. And once again, there are, there are times in our lives when we're, we're, we have just the right skill, just the right competency, and it's just the right moment for what that company needs. And as companies go through their own life cycles, whether they're, they're growing, developing, emerging, maturing, or, um, you know, kind of going to do a down cycle, it's important to match up people's skills, talents, and capabilities to what the issues and requirements are in a company. And we each have to look at ourselves. What do we bring to the table? What's unique about us? What special skills do we have? And then, 
you know, what are the needs of the company, and and, and to the extent that we can match it up, uh, that's when you really have the synergy, and that's when you, you know, you're really adding the value. But sometimes, again, a situation changes, and all of a sudden, the needs and the requirements of the business are different than than maybe your values, your skill sets, and something's got to give. Either you have to change, modify your skills and your competencies and your values to the needs of the company, or guess what? You've got to move on. I had to go. You had to I move had on. to go. And so, I mean, that's... that's but I, the, they had to help me to go, because yeah. honestly, I really didn't have the courage to leave. Well, it scared me hard. to death. Leaving is hard, okay? But you know in your heart, I think, when it's right. And, you know, if you're not having fun, if you're, you know, if you're always a little out of sync... If you're not looking forward to Monday morning on Sunday night, well, then, and not thinking about it, then, you know, maybe it's time to really recalibrate. But you, you raise an interesting hero of mine, a heroine of mine, and, you know, that's Carly Fiore, um, who was the CEO at Hewitt Packard. And I, I, I cite her in my book as an example of, of someone who had courage and leadership um, and daring, if you will, to go into an organization um, that, um, you know, they needed to change, but maybe they didn't know it. But she had courage. She went into Hewitt-Packard, which was a family-owned business for years, for, you know, many, many decades. And, and I cite in the book, and she's used these words herself, that they were so in love with their past that they'd forgotten to build their future. And so she had the courage to go in there and to shake the place up. She brought to the table what they needed most, and that was someone to challenge the status quo, someone who had the courage, the foresight, the, cap- the capacity, and the persistence to, uh, to, to uh, implement change, to, to challenge the, the status quo, and to champion change just when they needed it. Now, was it pretty? No. Was it ugly? Yes. Was there a revolt? Absolutely. But did change ultimately occur in that company? Yes. I thought we were watching Pirates of the Caribbean with that. Uh, what happened over there? <laughs> uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? It re- I, for me, as a corporate, uh, as a human resources professional, uh, I was shocked, and yet some people were not. And does this have to do, Gary, with what you outline in your book? There was a, a note that I put on uh, one of the pages in the book, and it said there are. Fo- you say the the following elements have an impact on your brand identity. Corporate culture, business beliefs and philosophy, your communication style and personal image, and what you have achieved and how. Yes, yes, absolutely. I mean, all of that kind of comes together, and it can create the perfect storm, if you will, okay? The the perfect storm for success or failure. Um, and you know, in her case, um, you know, she she was she was right for the moment, okay. And we have these situations um, where uh, y- you may tackle a project, you may uh, pursue an initiative, you may shake the joint up um, and, and position the place for great change and for great success. But guess what? You may not be able to experience the result of it uh, because. Um, you know, you've become damaged or you've become whatever. And in, in her case, she did what had to be done. And frankly, I believe today that the success that HP is achieving in large measure is because she had the courage, the perseverance, the, the, the talent uh, to tackle head on those, uh, that historic culture there and to position the organization for change and future success. So the, the, uh, 
the, the germs of an idea that were planted, the seeds that were planted in those days of several years ago are now bearing fruit. Um, and they should, the shareholders and the directors, frankly, uh, should thank her despite the way that, that it ended. And it's really an interesting conversation because I think we can look to people as uh, a baseline for how we can be the best we can be in organizations. I want to ask you, have you had any difficult times in, in your career? I know that uh, you have a very full career, have achieved quite a bit. You have been honored and given awards uh, time after time. Now you're the author of this book. And, and sometimes it sounds like, I know that I remember I'm reflecting on my own conversation conversations with folks sometimes it sounds you know life like life for, for us in the corporate world was easy what kind of adjustments did you have to make well the last 10 years have been the hardest years of my life professionally and i was with one organization for 25 years and it was fabulous but i had reached a point where you know is this as good as it gets and i was 46 years old at the time uh, going on 47, and I had achieved this level of success and one of the youngest officers in the corporate's history and so forth. And it was like, well, congratulations. But, uh, you know, as good as vanilla ice cream was, I wanted to have more growth, more learning, and so forth. Well, little did I know that I was going to jump from the frying pan into the fire. Um, and the past 10 years, I've jumped into an organization that were in the midst of culture change and shifting from regulation to deregulation and restructuring and all the people and cultural issues related to that. And it has been the most challenging work of my life. And I tell people, this is not a place for the faint of heart. On the other hand, you know, it can be very, very gratifying when you can see that your your efforts are making a difference for you. you're part of a team and you're finally beginning to generate positive results. But my life's not been perfect, and I've had ups and downs in my own career. And I there have been moments, excuse me, when I I should have read my own you know writings. And there have been times when I've said, my God, what am I doing here? And so sometimes it's, it takes, you know, you need to stand back, uh, you know, calm down. Stand back a little bit. Don't be precipitous. You know, I've been a lot of days when I've liked to say, you know, what the heck? Why am I doing here? I'm out of here. I'm going to quit. I'm going to leave. I'm going to whatever. But then I stand back. I reflect upon it. Guess what? You know, the sun will still come up tomorrow. You know, this is not brain surgery and so on and so forth. And, and you, you catch your breath. You get your composure, and you figure out, yes, this still makes sense for me to be here. I'm still having fun. Yes, I can still contribute and so forth. But all of us go through periods of discouragement, disappointment, perhaps despondency, whatever, when it comes to our career um, uh, you know, and our job. And I, and I tell people this, think that life is long, okay? Think that life is long, hopefully, for all of us, and that you, know, you want to put things into perspective. And this, it gets back to managing your attitude. You know, it's, it's okay to understand this, that we're going to fail. Nobody is perfect here. Okay, so there will be periods of failure. Here's the key. Learn from it. Move on. No one who ever challenges the status quo will win them all. And remember this, that baseball players who hit 300, guess what? They tend to be in the Hall of Fame. And so the other thing I encourage people as you go through a tough spot or a slick spot in the road is don't be a perfectionist. Don't try to dwell on the past. Learn from it. Move on. 
um, and understand that you need to give your very best, but you don't have to be perfect. All right, Gary, that's great uh, advice to uh, hold on to as we go into this next break. When we come back, more with Gary Snodgrass, stepping up 12 ways to rev up, revitalize, or renew your career. When we come back, we're going to be talking about John Mackey, the founder of Whole Foods. Stay tuned. What does it take to feel young again? To be filled with vitality. To wake up feeling clear and refreshed. To live without allergies. More and more Americans are wondering if it's even possible. Founder of the Life Force Center in Los Angeles, Dr. Jeffrey McCombs, has been researching, developing, and refining a unique system that doctors and patients from around the world are saying offers them all of this and more. Visit LifeForcePlan.com or call 1-888-236-7780. When it comes to massage, don't take a chance on quality. Come to the award-winning Dream Clinic. Whether you are experiencing stress, muscle aches, or need treatment for an injury, Dream Clinic's highly skilled massage therapists tailor their massage plan to meet your individual needs. Dream Clinic is located in the Ravenna neighborhood of Seattle and is open seven days a week. To learn more or schedule an appointment, visit dreamclinic.com or call 206-267-0863. Why do people travel across the globe to see Dr. Nusheen Darvish at the Holistic Medical Center in Bellevue? Is it her specialization in women's health, allergies, and chronic illness? Is it because she founded a uniquely comprehensive, integrative clinic for cutting-edge, non-invasive, and FDA-approved therapies that improve the health of all patients? Yes, it is. Find out for yourself. 425-451-0404. That's 425-451-0404. Did you know that your own stem cells are the foundation for your everyday health renewal? Did you realize that you continue to produce stem cells as an adult? Stem cells are a part of the body's defense and renewal system, along with the immune system and digestive tract. This system is responsible for the replacement of damaged cells, damaged cell systems, and is at the heart of the healthy body. Yet it has been discovered that many people have a compromised ability to keep producing healthy stem cells and are suffering from the symptoms of premature aging. Just visit adultstemcellnutrition.com and see what your own body can do for you. Are you aware of the invisible forces behind your behaviors? We are, and we'd like to make them visible to you. One of the largest NLP training organizations in the world, says Dun & Bradstreet. The Empowerment Partnership is the industry gold standard in training for NLP, hypnosis, and the ancient Hawaiian spiritual system of Huna. Their students come from a wide-ranging background, including business, education, psychology, and spirituality. Their mission is to empower you with an understanding of what makes you and others tick and to teach you the tools and techniques that will unlock your hidden gifts. The Empowerment Partnership. Whatever you think you are, you're more than that. Call 1-800-800-MIND or visit www.nlp.com. Mention the Dr. Pat Show to receive a special discount. Stay informed with news, traffic, and weather at the top of the hour, weekdays on Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. everyone welcome back to the dr pat show talk radio to thrive by if you want to find out more about uh the book about gary and what he's up to uh you can do this very easily go to the website and the website gary is www.sgarysnodgrass.com sgarysnodgrass.com is that correct absolutely 
Uh, and people can write me there, too, by the way. If they have a question or a comment or concern about a career issue, write it down, write it to me, pose it as a question, and I'll get back to you with my thoughts. Well, and it's really interesting because you know, there are folks that are out there that struggle between uh, the jobs that they have and the jobs that they want. Uh, Absolutely. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And yeah. and yeah. as you and I were talking about, it, it's hard to know how to take that first step. It's it really hard is to know. hard. Yeah, it, it really is hard. I mean, here's the key. Once again, I go back to my very first comments when I made on, on coming on this show. is understand that you've got to take control of your career and that you have to be responsible for developing a plan. Now, can you get information, insight, help, perspective from others that you trust? Of course you can. And should you? Absolutely. You shouldn't have to do this by yourself. But you have to be the one to step out and move first. Absolutely. And I thought, you know, before the break, I was talking about John Mackey, the founder and CEO of Whole Foods. Uh, and it's interesting to really look at uh, how he kind of started out, what he what he began and what he did and how it developed into uh, really just an, an incredible uh, organization in a lot of different ways. But the point of this conversation for me is about talking to our listeners, to all of the folks that are tuning in, about how you can really love something in your life and actually pursue it as a career. A lot of times we think we have to take a job whether or not we like it or not. I try to encourage people to find out what's your sweet spot. Where's your passion? Where is your heart? Um, you know, when people say, oh, Gary, that's, you know, i got to make money. I can't worry about my heart and my passion and so forth. Ultimately, it'll get to that. It may take one year, three years, five years, ten years, fifteen or whatever. But at the end of the day, okay, people will ultimately, this is my prediction, they'll ultimately move to where their heart is, where their passion is, what brings them joy. People will recognize it's not just about the money. Yes, we have bills, we have mortgages to pay, and we have education requirements or whatever and so forth. But I can tell you this, if people aren't satisfied, if people don't have joy in their lives, uh, ultimately, they're not going to have success. There are going to be failures involved. And so I tell people, try to find out where your joy is and find a way to get there through education, through training, through development, through switching jobs, whatever is going to take you to get to your, your sweet spot, get there. And so for you, as you're talking about, you've had a very successful career. And as you step out now and, and look at what's next for you, what are some of the factors you're considering? Well, you know, I've had a wonderful career. I've been with two companies for 35 years. I am getting long in the tooth. But as I think about the future, um, and, you know, there are all kinds of potential possibilities, I want to go where my sweet spot. What's that? Well, it's talking with people. It's making presentations. It's providing advice and counsel and having the kind of conversation that we're having today. I am the ultimate corporate insider. I know the truth about corporate America. I know what it takes to get ahead, and I want to share that perspective with men and women who uh, are aspiring to have more fulfillment, more satisfaction in their lives. So that's I'm going to focus on those kinds of things, teaching, consulting, training, 
uh, et cetera, as opposed to the full gamut of HR responsibility. I never want to negotiate another labor contract. I never want to implement another downsizing initiative. I never want to downsize or cut benefits and go to the, the comp committee about that. So I know there's certain things that I don't want to do. And guess what? I'm not going to do them. I'm going to focus on the things where I think I can add value and be a resource and, and a source of encouragement to men and women and something that would, frankly, give me satisfaction as well. You know, Gary, after reading your book, I was so struck by uh, what you've outlined. But I also related it, being a self-employed entrepreneur, I also related it to, you know, being self-employed, to being uh, a, a person that is not part of a corporation at this point in time, but actually owns my own corporation, so to speak. And so, you know, as we look at this, are there differences between what you've outlined here and what you would say to an entrepreneur? Well, it's a great question. First of all, let me just say this. I have so much respect for men and women who are running their own show, who are entrepreneurs. These people have courage to pursue their passions and to get in their sweet spot. They have perseverance because it's not easy, uh, obviously, to start a business or to to run a personal business. People are um, have to take a lot of chances. They're taking more risk than I probably would ever take. So these are people who I, uh, I have the greatest respect for uh, and people who I admire more than anyone, I think, are talented men and women who have the courage to pursue their dreams through their own business and entrepreneurship. Having said that, I can tell you I know from experience and talking with others and being close to, to others who've done this that it's very, very hard work, and you can't take your eye off the ball. In fact, those jobs might be even more demanding, more requirement, uh, more requiring, if you will, than a so-called corporate job, because guess what? You've got your skin in that game. So, And you also know that it's up to you to find talent, develop talent, uh, and to get the job done, not only on the short term, but longer range. And so I think there are some, some nuggets uh, in this book, you know, about taking control of your business and managing your attitude and remembering that, you know, you're creating a brand, not just for yourself, but for your business and how that business is known by and what it's known for. So I think there's some nuggets, but at the end of the day, I have more respect and I tip my hat to men and women who have the courage to pursue their dreams through entrepreneurial kinds of activities. Yeah, and you know what's interesting about that? I'll tell you what I've learned. Even though I know that in the corporate environment that I worked in, um, there were many, many ways that you became evaluated. As a matter of fact, I implemented one of the first uh, systematic performance management plans in the company. And at the same time, I didn't truly understand the meaning of that until I became uh, an entrepreneur, someone on my own, where I learned one of the things that you said earlier on the show. And this is the way. This is the way I want to close the show. I learned that there are no such things as mistakes. As much as we like to evaluate folks within an, within the corporate structure, because that's just the way that that's done. Out here in the world, where maybe you haven't done something exactly right, uh, and it, it really has to be a learning experience, because it's so important to just get the energy that you need to continue the journey and serve the people you serve. That's, oh, that's what this exactly is about. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, here's the point. 
uh, again, we none of us are perfect. We don't have perfect insight. All right, we don't have uh, the answers to all the questions. But the, the 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 challenge for us is to don't be paralyzed by a lack of action. Take action, and if we fail, you know, pick ourselves up. Dust the dirt off of our trousers or our skirts or whatever and learn from it. Don't dwell on the mistake, but learn from it. And then guess what? Move on. And again, no one who ever challenges the status quo or who's out there trying to develop and build a business will be, will win them all. Um, you know, we're all subject to failure, disappointment, and so forth. But get back in the ball game. Get back on the horse. Learn from our mistakes or from our, our past experience and then go forward. And again, don't be a perfectionist. Trying to be perfect takes too much time and too much effort. Your very best is good enough. Keep learning, keep growing, keep developing. I'm right there with you. Thank you, Gary. The website, sgarysnodgrass.com. The book is Stepping Up. This is a book for every single one of us to take a look at and know that if you're in a career and you want to change up and you want to be the best you can be, it can happen for you. Thank you, Gary, so much. Thank you so much. All the best. All right. Now, stay tuned, everyone. We've got another powerful hour on the Dr. Pat Show. We've got Nikki Scully joining us. We're going to talk about the mysteries of Egypt. We'll be right back. Swim again.